Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Madrigal at the Movies with Rob and Rob. I am one of your hosts, Peter Madrigal. Hey, guys, and I'm Rob Federick, and I'm thrilled to be here today. And I'm Rob Schulte. Oh, wait, no, sorry, now the other one. I am the law. <laughs> I am also Batman. <laughs> wait, so we, we, I, I okay, it's out of my like, system. What, what does your Batman sound like? Is it I'm counting on it, or like where are the drugs, or I'm Batman? No, it's more like uh, I'm not wearing hockey pads. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my Batman is indubitably Robin, and now <laughs> we'll have to dance ourselves out of this bank. Vault. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> for everybody, for everybody yeah, out there that is wondering what we are reviewing today, we have a first on Madrigal at the movies. We <gasps> are comparing two different films. We're doing two yes. movies. Today? Yeah, we're doing two what? movies. It's a versus today. We are doing Judge Dread, nineteen ninety five versus Dread, two thousand and twelve. Yeah, Peter, you had this idea. And it yeah, was... I, I like that. You know, remember back, uh, back, way back in the day when I decided to do a um, how do how would we fix it with Valerian? Yeah. Which we need to do another okay. of those. I want to do another of those. But now I'm like, oh, what? I like. Here's the thing. I like both <laughs> of these movies. I like one more than the other, but I still like both of them. I actually love Same. both of them. I actually really enjoyed both of these movies. I cannot decide. Which one I like more? Maybe uh, by the end of this podcast and talking to you dudes, I'll I'll figure that out because I really have no clue. Okay, going to the Robs. Which ones do you like? Which one do you like more? I know Ooh. you said you didn't know Schulte. What did you think? What What's your favorite? Well, just to uh, wrap a nice little bow on this. Yeah, I did have fun with both of them. Okay, I think that I like. Uh, Judge Dread more, but in the, you know, we were doing some uh, impressions earlier, and if I would be doing a David Spade impression of my review of this movie, it would go like this. It would go, <clears throat> Judge Dread. I liked it a lot better. No, sorry. Oh, God, I haven't done David Spade in a minute. Judge Dread. I liked it, but I liked it more when they called it Demolition Man. <laughs> I've heard that before. I've heard that before. I know. I know. It probably is a David Spade joke from SNL. You know? it probably could, is. It could be. It could be. I look. I so I remember when I saw Judge Dredd the first time. It was in it, when it came out. I didn't see it in theaters. I actually saw it like on HBO after it got released. But I saw it with a behind the scenes feature at first on how they made Ooh. it. And I thought it was interesting. And I'm like, well, not behind the scenes. It was movie magic, guys. It was a TV show from the 1990s on HBO that used yep. to showcase yep. three different movies or a movie every episode. And they would it show filled you, like, the gap between the times of the movies. Exactly. And it was like, yeah. it would come out, it was like before DVDs even existed and before DVD behind the scenes features, this was what you got a glimpse of behind the scenes. And they did Judge Dredd and they were talking specifically about how they did green screen when Judge Dredd's floating around in the motorcycle with Rob Schneider mm-hmm. on his back and shit. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I remember I'm like, oh, I want to see this movie. And I fucking loved it, right? <laughs> then fast forward to 2012. I see there's a remake of Judge Dredd, but it's called Dread, and it's with Carl Urban. And mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm game and Lena, Lena Headley and shit. 
I fucking love that one too. So I I cannot decide, guys. I need you guys to help me decide. Okay. Well, which one's the okay. Best one. So so we skip uh, what your rating is. Well, is it, are they pun- they're punchable? I think we'll right. Say the ra- I think both of them are punchable. I will say that both of them are punching your face. Both are punchable. Because- both are punchable. I will say this: the original Judge Dredd was the first of its kind of that genre. It was a sci-fi mm. comic book movie that just was. It went. It went for it, man. Like this movie had it all in terms of what sci-fi. It, it did not hold back, in my opinion. And yeah, you could say that it almost tackled too much but we'll get into that it did but you know it had amazing special effects it had a, it had two kind of big stars one huge star at the time right which is sylvester stallone mm-hmm. and and it was controversial from what you told us right peter that they cast yeah. him like i want to know more about that oh yeah too. well we'll talk about the controversy behind it yeah. but um before we get into any of that should we do a couple of backs of the back of the boxes well, the wrap right up, now? though, just to say, the other one is punchable. Dread is also punchable because it is a fresher take on Judge Dread, but it is vastly different in a lot of ways. And it's a single location movie, which is really well done. So I yes. really want to say that both of them are punch your in the face movies. And then I would love for the audience to decide for us. If they can leave us a comment. When we put this out there, I'm going to have the audience decide. I'm going to ask them which one you like, which one they like more. Yeah, because I'd be interested to see how many stalemates there are in this one, Mm because that's how I feel. Ooh. Yeah, I think it's time for back of the box. And then I'll for Um, back of the boxes. I'm always waiting for either punch yourself in the face or back of the box (laughs) moments. Well, today, today we have two punches to the face. I need a two backs of the box. Uh, what's in the box? Not you give me the what's gun. in the fucking box? Just call me two box and oh, I'm going to wrap go. the back of this text, okay? Um, I know I've just lost all comedy accolades in Jen Barnes's mind. Take it away, two box. Judge Dredd, VHS case, nonstop action. Big screen superstar Sylvester Stallone powers this nonstop action hit that's loaded with amazing special effects. In a time when all-powerful and coldly efficient judges, in quotes, act with the supreme authority of both the police force and legal system, Judge Dredd is the most feared law enforcer of them all. But when a former judge hatches a sinister plot to overthrow the government and eliminate the judges, Dread is framed for murder. Get ready for an explosive action-adventure thrill ride as Dread does whatever it takes to restore justice. Rob Schneider, not even mentioned. He is the comedy sidekick. Uh, here we go. That nobody asked for, but I'm glad he's there. Um, Dread. It's a blast! The America of the post-apocalyptic future is an irradiated wasteland of vast, ultra-violent world where criminals control the mean city streets. Ultimate law enforcers like Dredd and his new partner Anderson are judges, the only force battling for justice. Dispatched by the central authority, the judge's target is Mama a ruthless boss bent on expanding her criminal empire through sales of slow-mo. A dangerous reality-altering drug. With Dread calling the shots, the two judges declare full-scale war on the crime in this unrelenting and brutal three-dimensional thrill ride. Oh yeah, this movie was in 3D. So, <laughs> here's one thing. 
And I have a question for you guys about it. Okay. Both of these movies were actually box office hits. Yeah. Why, why wasn't there ever a sequel to either of them? I don't know. Because I, I thought actually, we were going to see more Dread movies. Well, Dread didn't, it was a $50 million budget with only $31 million gain. And the the judge Judge Dread was, was what hit. ninety million with one fifteen gained. I thought I wow, thought, I thought yeah. Dread was more than that. I thought Dread was like a huge hit. No, it wasn't. Really? It wasn't. It wasn't a big hit. Then that's I don't remember made. it being a huge hit, but um, I don't remember a lot from twenty twelve. So <laughs> I, don't remember, I don't know, man. I I, I remember from twenty twelve, like the reviews were like raving. I mean, I thought this has a, like a pretty high rating on Rotten. It, it has. Too. It does have a cult following, and I think that at this point they've made their budget back, so they could make a sequel at this like point. They should man? I I think they should have brought back. Honestly, I think they should have brought back Sly to play Dread in Dread. That would have been amazing. He was my favorite dread. Nothing against Carl Urban. He's Urban's a great dread. dread. Yeah. He's, he's a great, a great dread. dread. Yeah, he's a great dread. You know? Um, <clears throat> I, I just yeah, feel... and you go, Rob. Sorry. No, 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 no. Go, go, Rob. Go. Oh, I was just going to say that, like, uh, you know, the, the back of the box to dread brings up this whole uh, slow-mo yeah. drug thing that they have in it, it, the whole... Criminal organization makes this drug that slows down time Ma- for you. And Madeline you- Madrigal. Yes. Mama. <laughs> Let's address Mama. the elephant in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Mama's real name is Madeline Madrigal. You you did you she's your aunt. No, no, she's <laughs> future your, future. So that's that's my niece. great 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 granddaughter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Turn criminal. Uh, wow. Peter. Wow. Um Write a letter to your future family now. Yeah, um, I will. <laughs> now, I think that you guys know more about filmmaking than I do, mm. but I have a theory about this. Okay. Were the slow-mo scenes so fucking long so that this movie could get to an hour and a half? That's I mean, a like, good, That's a good point. I, I think the movie is fun. I'm just like you guys. I had it. But those were the ones where I was just like, no, I get it. I get what the drug does. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like after 10 seconds of it, I was really taken How long out. were those scenes, though? Uh, they they, they would run a little they, long sometimes. They felt yeah. long for yeah. me. They felt long. It's funny because. Um, well, you felt like you were on slow-mo. We mentioned. Exactly. Ooh, maybe it worked. <laughs> maybe it did work. Uh, no, but it's funny. We were mentioning before we were recording, we were talking about Zack Snyder's cut of uh, of uh, Justice League. And uh, while I was watching it with my girlfriend, my girlfriend kept saying, like, all right, I, I, enough with the slow-mo scenes of the of Wonder Woman. Like, let's just, like, like, I get it. She moves fast. Like, let's get to where we have to go. And uh, I didn't think about it, but it is a problem in terms of the pacing of the movie. But I do think that it's designed to make you feel tension or uncomfort because, like, Dread's not sure. on there. The whole yeah. fucking building seems to be on this slow-mo drug, you know what I mean? And that's why they're able to kind of fight him and on the various levels of this building, you know? Yeah. Um, did it feel sort of like a video game to you guys? Not because of the visual effects, because it's actually pretty good in that department. I'm talking about oh, more yeah. like the levels of getting to the big bad yeah. guy up on the top in this lockdown yeah. building. Like, I feel like this could have been a great concept for a video game. 2012's Dread did feel like a video game to me, yes. It, it you, yeah. like you're 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 having to fight your way up the building exactly. Yeah. So and yeah. then of course there's different challenges like they pull out right. those big machine guns, right? You know and start spraying bullets on the other side. Kill and so that that reminded me of video game too. It's like you're having to run away from like 
duck and cover and run, right. you know? So yeah, I, I absolutely, uh, you, you get agree that with you on that. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So two uh, different movies, right? One's kind of a sandbox, one single location movie. And the other one's kind of more of an epic. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like just a, a difference. Like a- Here's the thing for me. It's uh, it's very 90s filmmaking versus, you know, 2000s today's uh, uh, filmmaking. Like well, the one that- I think more specifically, Peter, like the 20 teens, essentially, yes, like yes. The early, yes. like, well, like that was instance, a very specific look. You can tell in 1995's version, it's on a set. Yeah. You can tell yeah. the whole thing's on a set. Yeah. They built the set and then they populated it with extras. The the 2012, you can tell that they shot it in like South Africa or something. Yeah. In, in one of those cities over there. And just like, they just use that think they location. they did shoot it in they, Johannesburg. They did, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Johannesburg. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, the one, the, I think where it ended was Batman Begins. Batman Begins in 2005, mm. really like uh, it was half on set and then half in uh, in an actual, I think, Chicago or Pittsburgh, one of those Chicago, locations. Chicago. Chicago. So Chicago. And then afterwards, the, the Dark Knight in 2008, they did the whole thing without a set. They yeah. did the whole thing on, on location. Yeah. You know, wow. which makes it feel more expansive. That's the thing about Judge Dread. It feels very claustrophobic. It feels like it's on a but set. But you're saying the 1995 one? But yeah. I mean, I'm talking about more so the scope. Like, you know, in Dread, we're basically in this one building for like – pretty much the entire fucking movie and in judge dread we actually have a changing of like we have the city stuff at the beginning when he's double whammy and then like he shoot. uh and then you know we have like the judge central and then like we have like the outer rim extra like the uh, the, the outskirts i forget what they're called or whatever mm. where like they banish him to and like stuff the wastelands yeah. the wastelands yeah and then you have like the city again and all these different like sets in terms of what like rico clones and all, like it was a lot bigger i feel like in scope as mm-hmm. opposed to a simpler mm-hmm. story in dread which is like this guy's basically got to fucking survive and take down the bad guys in this building that's like in like run by by the bad guys you know what i mean yeah so yeah i, I think cl- that uh oh Go ahead, well, bro. I was just going to say that, like, <clears throat> we can. This this is not something I need an answer to now, but it's a good thought technology. I think as here's we the answer now, you no, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, uh, wow, you read my mind. Um, <laughs> no, I I think that somewhere between these two movies is the perfect dread movie. Yes, you know that's, that's what good, I was going to say. Somewhere that's a really good point. between these two, one's and too lighthearted and I was one's say, way totally, too dark. Totally, they're very, very different. Right? Yeah, one's right. too and lighthearted them, and one's way too dark. That's it. That's you, you got to meet in the middle. Here's the thing: my stuff with like comic book movies, movies based on books, anything like yes. this, right? Like, I don't mind if they don't exactly hit to the storyline. Mm-hmm. In the comic yeah. books alone, how many different? Captain Americas have there been? Oh, How fun. many different Spider-Man stories have mm. we got? Yeah, there's always Ms. a different Marvel, take. Yeah. You know, and a different writer or a reboot. Or the art this. changes, and, as simple as or that. Or the art changes, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't mind when a comic book doesn't stick to its the source, essentially, because you're just rebooting it for like, what is this story on the screen? Right. You know, how can... Because not everything is going to translate. Right. But like, I think that what both of these movies missed like and judge dread i think got to a little bit closer was the total satirical nature of the comic book yeah like mm. 
it was intense and bloody and gory, but it was also like tongue in cheek and like it was. It was. Can you believe that if we let law enforcement keep climbing and growing and getting crazy, like essentially we're just gonna let cops do whatever the fuck we want? Yeah, I know a little strange, and I'm not gonna go there. But you guys see the satire that they're getting, and it's just I wanted more of that. That's where I'm at. That's what I had to say. Well, I I I can agree with you on that one because yes, Judge Dredd is way more campy, colorful, and 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 like lighthearted, if you want to say lighthearted, because it's actually really violent. It's very Hollywood. Mm -hmm. It's very Hollywood for the time. It is. Right. But and dread is definitely that like, hey, let's just make every movie dark and gritty, which (laughs) is what the type like I I, I swear to God, I could not stand a studio saying I want to make a dark and gritty film anymore. Like I was like, not every movie has to be the fucking dark night. Like not every movie (laughs) has to be that. Like Mm -hmm. it's just because that was successful. It doesn't have to. But in this case, I will say that tonally it worked for me because if I look through flipping through some of the pages of the dread comics. Like, there is a satirical nature like you see, but it is also a fairly violent, dark comic in and of Mm -hmm. itself. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, I feel like both of them reflect a side of the comic book, however the directors interpreted them, but that is still faithful. Because if you look at the costuming by itself, like... It's not that vastly different. It's like they're still bulky costumes. Yeah, well, I mean, mean, like one, though, was designed by... Ray-Ban... Versace. Oh, Versace. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Gianni Versace. The helmet, the helmet you're talking G- about. No, Gianni Versace did the costumes for all the uh, for all the judges in uh, 1995's Judge uh, yeah, Dread, yeah. And they're great. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Yeah. I'd see those on a runway. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But actually, though, coming to the central point, though, before we, you know, we launch into like our favorite scenes or whatever, I got a question for you guys. Which... Dread, did you like watching more? I mean, Wait. I'm, I'm on is the this fence, a trick so. question? No, which I feel one? like no, we answered this. No, well, but, I think he's asking about the the character, the, the, not the movie. The characters at this point. Oh, the which okay. I, like? Do you like Sly? Are you team you like Sly, Sly or, or are you, you team like Urban? Yeah, yeah. Sly, I, baby. I, like I, I'm on the fence, guys. So I, I'll leave it to Rob to talk, and maybe I can formulate an opinion. Well, because one sure. of the the one the one thing that the one criticism that everybody has with the '95 is the key version, difference between the films. Is the key characters. difference between the two, yeah. and is it's like, oh, Sly takes his helmet off, and he's a movie star, and he wants his face to be seen. Yeah, but the thing is, is that they take it off at key moments. And the reason why the movie is 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 run or the script is run the way it is yeah. is by design. They wanted to get um, Judge Dredd's helmet off, but they knew that comic book fans would have a problem with that. So mm-hmm. they're like, "How are we going to get his helmet off?" Well, yeah, I, I re- have I him that. have him go to prison. He's not going to be dressed like Dredd. He's not going to be in a cop uniform, so he's going to have to go to prison. So he's going to have his helmet off. That's yeah. that was the way around it. I and they that. gave him a big scar on his face later to at least give an homage that his face is yeah. uh, mutilated in the comic. You know? Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, I, but I equate that Peter to when we talked about Spider Man, where it's either the web shooter or the organic web, right? Yeah. Like, mm. like Sam Raimi was like, organic web makes sense to me because it's just like the powers. It would just be a little bit too far fetched that this kid would figure out how to do this web fluid that was like amazing, and that was his artistic choice. But it worked for me in terms of the movie. Like, I don't really care that it's Sylvester mm-hmm. Stallone taking his – because I, I know it's Sylvester Stallone, but I also see Judge Dredd. Like, I don't yes. – like, yeah. I don't have a problem with well, that. They added, also, they added blue contacts. Yes, that is you know true. Yeah, I mean? that was that, – that A little was, trippy. That threw me. 
That I me. like that choice though because yeah. he because Judge then it Dr- connects him with Armand later. Yeah, they, well, it's not just Rico, that, but Rico, 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 <laughs> Rico Dread. But they're yeah. both they're clones, and even in the Carl Urban version, the 2012 version, when Anderson is like, um, you know, trying to diagnose who's in the other room, mm, like she's yeah, trying to yeah. send, she's all like, "There's something else about this guy. He's a clone." You know, they just don't get into That's, the cloning aspect of the whole thing. But he's a clone of Judge Fargo. That makes Fargo. me like 2012 a little bit more. Because I, uh, yeah. They don't explain that, everything right away. You have to discover well, it. Well, yeah. And like, they don't have to, you know, like, let's just throw it in there and then we're not going to come back to it. You well, know I mean? I, here's the thing, right? Like in terms of the helmet coming off and stuff like that, which is a key difference in both movies for the character. Like, here's here's the main thing. I am still captivated by Carl's performance, even though I don't see his head. Yeah. It kind of gives the character, without being pun intended, character. It, it, it yeah. seems to me that I, like, I kind of like the idea that I don't get to see his face because I know who the actor is. I know what he looks like. It's not that I need to see him take his helmet off, but it just gives him a persona. It gives him a presence. You know what I mean? When we first see Sly come in with his helmet, it gives him a presence. You know what I mean? Like when he takes it off, yeah, I know it's Sylvester Stallone and it's his well, movie. Here's the thing though. Whenever he is doing the judge work, whenever he's a cop, he he you notice he never takes his helmet off. Right. Yeah. He never does yeah. unless he's around Judge Fargo or he's being sentenced to, to prison. Those are the only yeah. two times. And of course, that's the majority of the movie. And that's what the studio was like. We need to show his face. Yeah. How do we get him to that? You know what I mean? I also think it's cool. It becomes sort of like Indy's hat at the end of the movie because when he gets back Mm -hmm. on that motorcycle and he puts that helmet on, it's like he's complete again. He's back to being who he is. You know what I mean? He's justice again. He rides off. And this could very well be a Judge Dredd story before he gets mutilated. Yeah. So wait, in the comic, in the comics, he's mutilated. Is is that yeah, like, like a they never somewhere. show his face right completely in the comics? Like okay. I mean, like even when he takes his hood out, it's obscured by something. Got it. You do see the his, blue like, eyes, weird like lines. What's that? You see the blue eyes too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The and, blue uh, eyes, but it's always like a shadow or something that casts into. And then the one time they do a, a sight joke. Where he's like, yeah, I'm just going to take my helmet off. And in the next panel, there's a big sensor bar. So, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's cool. So it's sort of, um, yeah, that's cool. I like that. So it's, it's like a Master Chief sort of thing. It's too disturbing to look at is what they're trying to say. Right, you know? right. Well, Master Chief. So, yeah. Well, speaking of too disturbing, God, we got to go to an ad break. So right. um, we'll be right back. We're back. It's Magic Girl at the Movies. A very special Dread v. Dread episode. Peter, you had some thoughts. Uh, I, well, I was just going to bounce off. Master Chief doesn't take his helmet off because we're all supposed to be Master Chief. Yeah, that's, but that's I think it's also the nature there. of the wow. character is like, I think they wanted to create some mystery in it and everything. Because at the end of Halo, he does take his helmet off and you never see it. Yeah, exactly. And we're all, we're all, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. It was an interesting take reading the script to that movie, to the Halo movie. For me, I think, mm. I think that uh, it's just like a joke for them not to take off Dredd's helmet and everyone see his face. Because we kind of know yeah. what he looks like. He looks like Judge Fargo. He's a clone. Him and Rico are clones of Judge uh, Chief Justice Judge Fargo. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and and you know when they show Judge Fargo in like uh, I, I said, they're you two guys sides the of the different of the coin. They're two different sides of the yes. same coin. Yeah. 
But when I show like the article that I sent you guys, the blog or whatever, when they show yeah. Justice Fargo, he looks kind of like sliced alone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so it kind of works. It really yeah. does. You know, they created uh, yeah. a movie that works, just maybe not the best movie. Yeah. Um, but I, I just think, think that being said, actually, Rob, you go. No, no, uh, I was going to say it just, my... it just works tonally uh, for yeah, both, both. I think movies. it does work tonally for both for I, each I, movie. Yeah, and um, I brought this up in our in our text thread just for uh, you know our listeners' benefit. But um, I, I I love the movie The Raid. Okay, and Dread twenty twelve definitely takes from. Yes. I don't think it's a rip off. I don't think it's necessarily. No. But I think someone saw The Raid and was like, "We can holy make. shit! I want to use this mechanic because yes. they've probably also seen Die Hard Here's but, a, or Assault no. on Precinct thirteen. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah, same kind of thing. Yeah." Well, here's my question, though, uh, Rob. Yeah. Uh, the Raid came out in 11, and Judge Dredd came out in 12. So there yeah. must have been some crossover uh, 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 in the background somewhere. There has to be. I because mean, it, like, you can't see the movie and then all of a sudden make the movie, you know? Well, it's it's mm-hmm. sort of like Point Break and Fast and the Furious. No, because yeah. it's like one year apart. No, I know. I know it's one year apart, but I'm saying like it's essentially like if you look at Point Break, right? And yeah. then you look at Fast and the Furious, yeah, it's the exact same movie. I understand right? that. But yeah. Peter's Point saying Break. there's like a zeitgeisty thing that like they couldn't, yes. they right. couldn't have even had the option right. of looking at the raid. Someone, so. So, there was probably a writer on the raid or something. Yeah, they maybe. Saw, they, like, and then they were like, oh, we got to use this for Dread. Yeah, it could be know? something in there. We should check cross-reference uh, credits to see if anything. Exactly. But the, yeah. raid, the raid is from, is, it a for, is a foreign film though, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. I believe it's Korean. Maybe they maybe they optioned it, man. It very well could have been and, that. And turned it into Dread, you know, instead. Yeah. That honestly sounds like what could have been happening. Could have been like happening. The script existed. It yeah. was probably being worked on. Yeah. Yeah. And they probably That makes it. sense. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh guys, we're in uh what we like to call act two of the podcast. <laughs> and this is where we kind of really get into things. You know, we really start thinking about it. But how do you wanna V versus or Judge Dread versus Dread this thing? I'm thinking like we kind of know that we like them both. So do we have to like I kind of want to just talk about a couple of scenes that really stuck out to me. I agree. Um, well, yeah. I, well, why don't we do that? And then also let's put in like the major points that we were talking about. Like which judge dread do we like more? And we vote for one. Which ooh, scene, that'll which, be. Ooh, that'll be the prestige in act three. There you go. Mm-hmm. And then what about like, and then we'll be like tone wise. Which one did you like more? Bum bum. You know, like location. Bum bum. You know what I mean? Costume. Bum bum. Whatever. Like we just kind of make the vote, and then maybe we tally those up and see which dread which adds we like up most. more. Okay. Ooh. But as yeah. far as scenes okay. go, take it away, Rob. Yeah, I think that I'm just gonna say favorite scene from Judge Dread and favorite scene from Dread. Do it. Love it. Blanket. Okay. Judge Dredd, I think my favorite scene is uh, when you when Rob Schneider's getting taken from prison into the real world, and you like get to see like, hey, is that where I'm going? It's like, no, and it's like when he lands, they're like, be careful, there are riots going on, and it's not like like an educated person can be like, okay, poverty does breed riots but also or or demonstrations or whatever but like 
This just is so cartoony that it's just like, oh no, this is just what we do on a Saturday is burn cars and run around. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one seems actually angry. They just feel like they need to destroy something. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that was really funny to me. So then in Dread, I think my favorite scene in Dread, oh, this one's tough because it's just kind of nonstop. Um, yeah, it is nonstop. It really is. I think, you know, when Dredd goes to talk to the medic uh. and the medic locks him out, and then you kind of get a sense of like how this building is going to work. I don't know if that's my favorite scene because I also like the Gatling gun running action yeah. Yeah. sequence, but like that's the scene that really like made me be like, okay, this movie is different. You know what I mean? Like this movie, like there's a whole bunch of things that are different, but like this, the way this conversation is flowing between the medic and dread. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm interested in seeing where this story goes. Well, you know what? I mean, I'm not going to say that my favorite scenes were, but I do like a couple of uh, the slow-mo scenes. Yeah. (laughs) I do like those where we are different humans, Peter. There you go. (laughs) I like when he busts in and it's just like, you can see where, uh, where the character is targeting these shots and bam, bam. But, um, that is cool. That is cool. The one thing I will say there were, Mm. there was a couple of scenes, the, the Gatling gun scene, they took, like, there was a couple of scenes, I think that they took from the original, from the 95 version, the Gatling gun scene, was was uh, the same scene as the opening where Rob Schneider's like uh, trapped in that building, and then yeah. look mm. at it, and there's bullets flying from one building to yeah, the other. Yeah, that was pretty cool. It's yeah. the exact same thing as the Gatling guns yeah. flying to the other side of the building. Yeah, yeah. If you notice that, it's it, probably a nod. Yeah. Or an it was, it was a yeah. It was definitely it does, an definitely felt like a nod, but I didn't pick up on it, so that's awesome. I like um, that. Pretty cool. No, for me, for Judge Dread, uh, my favorite scene is probably the first opening scene when when we first see him come in and he's talking to his gun and it's like, wow, we get like a sense of who this character is because that's that that's what I knew of Judge Dread. I didn't know it was a comic book when I when I saw yeah. it. You know, I was a kid, I was younger, and I didn't yeah. realize it was, a, and I just really liked the character, so I thought it was a really cool introduction to this sci-fi world. For me, for Dread, it's probably when they lock down the building and it kind of goes through and you kind of see it all kind of like this is the challenge type of thing. Like I feel like and, you know, it involves like the slow-mo stuff and everything like that. I thought that was all kind of cool for me. And when you see those kids get locked out on that like skateboarding ramp that's 80 (laughs) floors in the sky, I'm just like. Oh, I was already terrified for you youngsters, like yeah, skateboarding young that in the air. But now I'm just like, ah, oh, they're yeah. leaving you out in the cold. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, man. So what do yeah. you guys think? We take a little break. I've written down some categories here that we can take little by little because I feel like there's going to be analysis on oh, each Oh, there's going to be so. a lot of talk, man, because I fucking love yeah, both of these movies. Yeah, I... Like that idea. Can I say one thing before we get to that? No, and I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will say. You want to? Uh, can I say another thing? <laughs> of course. Yeah, uh, sure. Because you might need to lighten it up. Because sometimes I feel like, guys, we are broadcasting this podcast to lots of people who yeah. like hearing us talk about movies. Yes. And I just want to say out there, and this is my opinion and my opinion alone. Although I recognize these movies are based on satire, sometimes it is hard watching like pro cop movies where it's like, God, I have never been anything 
if I get pulled over, I'm terrified. Even when I got nothing on me, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I just, and so it's hard. Like my whole life, I'm like watching out for the cops when I drive, or yeah. and, you know. I mean, I'm in the same really boat. Point. Even though I'm friends with yeah. some of them, I'm in the same. Yeah. Sure, sure, yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I do have friends in the LA. I got family members. I got well. family members, you yeah. know, but it is like, it's weird. Well, I, and, I think it comes well, from a respect for the law that you, you know, it's not that you're terrified because you think something bad's going to happen to you. Maybe, maybe it is, but I also feel like you're like, oh shit, why did I get pulled over? I don't want to take it. I don't want to get in trouble with the law. I haven't done anything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know if that's the inherent fear because I get that I too. I think, yeah, well, I think obviously each individual is going to have their own fear. And I'm not saying that you're wrong or that I'm right or anything like that. Yeah. So each individual situation is different, but like as a country, we are grown up to be like, watch out speed trap or watch out this, you know, and that may manifest itself into something else for the individual. But like we are grown in a society that does that sort of watch a movie where a police officer is a hero, even in a comedy Eh, comedies are easier. Well, I don't really know where I'm going with this. Before I, I dig my own grave, it, maybe I... <laughs> I know where you're going right. with it, though, but I okay. didn't view, like, especially the 2012 version, I don't view it like that. Yeah. Here's the thing, yeah. like, uh, like everyone, you know, looks at it as satire. It's uh, actually a danger if they, if, if society deteriorates to this right. point and, and, ju- and, and cops become judge, jury, and execute. They were the judges, as James Earl Jones says in his narration, mm-hmm. which is yeah. <laughs> something I wanted to point out or, or the, just now. But uh, but yeah. piggybacking off of what you said, it's not really – the maybe the first one may be a little bit satirical, you know, having fun with mm-hmm. it, of course. But the second one is like uh, warning. Warning. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a big warning. Like yeah. we don't want to go to that point, you know, where no. it's like – Oh, we want instant justice for some. Are you kidding me? Because in the comic yeah. book, Judge Dredd shoots off someone's leg just for jaywalking. Yes, wow. you know? that's right. It's like uh, no, no, sc- go yeah. screw yourself. Um, well, it's, well, I think because he's like the the satire with him is that he is like literally the epitome of like the law to the book. Like he does not break the, yeah. the mm-hmm. law. You know, like he's like yeah. everything. And it's like I mean, yeah, shooting someone in the leg for jaywalking is taking it. It might be (laughs) an accurate representation of the series as a whole. You know, like this is an example of what we've done wrong on the macro scale. Yeah. Uh, That being said, Rob Schneider and Sylvester Stallone's conversation while getting sent to prison might have been one of the funniest parts. When he's like, the law doesn't make mistakes. It's like, ah, but. You're here, right. and you're telling me that you're here wrongfully. Well, how do you so, so? How do you explain what happened to you? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The law does not like, make mistakes. <laughs> you you notice that Sly's, by the way, Sly, his entire the entire time he's got that the Judge Dread lips. Yeah, he's always like, mm. yeah, mistake. The yeah. entire time, it's like, ah, oh, yes, he's yeah. pulling it okay. off. I got to tell you guys this story, though, before we go to break, because it's just too funny. I was listening to Rob Lowe's podcast, literally, um, and he was talking with Dax Shepard. And (laughs) Dax was telling a story about a couple of times he was able to meet Stallone. And he said, and one of the things he was just like, I just focus on the body parts that I know people are going to be looking at. My abs in my arms. (laughs) And And then he goes, he's like, but then I met him later. Yeah. And he was like, you know, I've been really working on my forearms because, like, 
I'm not always going to be sleeveless, but I could roll up a dress shirt at any day. Uh, <laughs> All this is like focused on particular areas, and I, I love, love it. it. And then apparently he heard another story, and this this is like rumor mill stuff. So this is apocryphal, but it's to Judge Dredd. Right, right. Apparently there was a so Stallone. You can read all the stuff, audience, but like he <laughs> got to essentially direct this movie, but um, and write it uh, <laughs> and everything um, on the fly while they were recording. And he really wanted the movie to be more funny. He thought it was supposed to be a dark comedy. And so whenever he would have people rewrite lines on set for like Rob Schneider, yeah, like sometimes Rob doesn't think it's funny and he wasn't, he's just not saying this. He's like, I don't want to say that line. And apparently over and over and over again, Stallone's just like, say the line, Rob. It's a funny line. (laughs) Say the line, Rob. It's a funny line. It's a funny line. Just say the line. It's a funny line. The fucking line. Come on, man. There's other weird Sylvester Stallone stories, but I'll let our listeners research those on their own. We also have one featured in one of our earlier episodes with Dan Pobbenmeyer telling his first interaction with Sly Stallone and how he couldn't understand a word that Stallone was saying and he just kind of pieced it together. How many times have we mentioned Stallone on this podcast? It's a second behind one other thing. Yes. You know that? Uh, the sequel to that thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I would like a listener to please go back the back catalog and tally it all up for us so that we can sleep well at night. And until then, shot. let's take our second break, Rob. I'm. You were so right. We needed to do it about 20 minutes ago. Um, we'll be right back. <laughs> We're back. It's Cop Talk with Peter, Rob, and Rob. Um, <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, so we got some stuff to do. I got some categories here that we're going to go through, right? Okay. And uh, I guess, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll throw out a category. We got two options. We kind of just choose which one we think is better, a little analysis, and we'll tally up the marks, and then we'll maybe determine which uh, movie of the Dread versus Dread podcast wins today. Awesome. Sounds Ooh, good. Let's right. do it. So let's start off with uh, some simple stuff, right? Okay. And we'll get to the more. Hard. Okay, let's start off with the. Uh, let's start off with the action, right? Like, so mm. we have mm. two vast different uh, uh, types of action in each movie. Which one do you guys prefer? And we do have to pick. There, I mean, I guess we can arrive at a tie if you're really conflicted. But let's try to force a okay. pick. You know, so I drop that out first. The action. The action. Schulte, you go first. Okay. Well. I think Dread 2012 wins in the form of action because it is it's one tally. I believe just choreographed better, and um, it doesn't have to be realistic to be good. But yeah. I felt it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I felt it. Yeah, and yeah. the action in Judge Dread, although it's over the top and fun and silly, I don't think suits the story the same way. So okay. I'll go with 2012. I'm in agreement with him. Uh, 2012s as well. I don't like the the one thing that I don't like about Judge Dredd is that the gun talks back. Double whammy. Double whammy. I'm just like, well, yeah. Well, yeah. So that for me, that's part of the action. I'm like, okay, yeah, it took me out of it. So when when yeah. when Dredd in 2012, he talks to his gun. He's like, uh, 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 high X, you know, and it just changes. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all you need. Yeah. 
Yeah, I I'm with you guys. It's unanimous. It's a it's a unanimous win for Dread. I think that the action in Dread feels more not that it's realistic. It just it just has a little bit more gravitas. It feels more like what the mm-hmm. comic book would look like. It's a little more uh, disturbing, I guess. Yes, yeah, it might yeah. be the you know. So it's it it feels more like intense, and I and I just kind of feel the grittiness of a of an apocalyptic near apocalyptic future where this judge has to be like a fucking reaper of, of, of people. You know what I mean? So, yeah. All right. So action wise, dread takes the, the cake on that one. Congratulations. Okay. 2012. All right. So let's move on to a slightly more difficult one. What about costume? Which character costume do you like better? Do you like dreads 2012 costume or judge dreads 1995 costume? That's going to be hard. So I'm throwing that out to, to you guys. Well, let oh, me, man. Okay. I think oh, you just God. said this, but I was too obsessed with thinking something at that time. Um, <laughs> Gianni Versace? Are, yeah. Are we talking, when we say costumes, just the dread Just the dread costume. Itself? Just the dread okay. costume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is like, so full dread. Yes. Okay. Full dread um, costume. Yeah. Damn. I know it's a challenging one. It's a tricky. I think I'm going to have to go with, uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Judge Dread. With Judge Dread. I think that Judge Dread. I think, I think Judge Dreads is more fun, which is in line with the type of story I want out of this. Right. And it's Johnny Versace, Versace obviously, as Peter let us know. And um, in Dread, it, it he looks like he looks like he's a SWAT team member. Yeah, I mean, with a helmet, and that's fine. That is what it probably would be. Um, but I'm here to see a big. Golden I'm, I'm, eagle on my shoulder. I love the 2012, but I love the uh, the 1995 more. The only thing is, is that what's with the boots and the cod piece? Well, <laughs> for the for, for for Judge Dredd, the 1995. Version. Yeah, well, cod pieces were a thing back then. I'm going to go with the. Why did the bat suit have nipples? I'm going to go with the 95 as well. Bam! It, it's it's yeah. it's it's a uh, comic book. It's comic book accurate. Well, you know what, guys? This is another unanimous decision because I actually really, Woo! as much as I like the realism of Judge yep. Dredd's costume, I kind of like a little bit more of the glitz and the glamour of the, I'm at the, the golden movie. shoulder yes. pads. It feels a little more cartoony, more to the gold. And, uh, and, and I, I dig it. I liked both of them, but I will probably give my homage to that. So we are tied right now for three and three. Oh, wow. So let's ramp it up a little bit more. Okay. Okay. Wow. Let's wow. go with... Uh, let's go with the tone, actually. Tonally wise, like tonal wise. Dread or Judge Dread? Which one uh, does it for you guys? Judge Dread, absolutely. Judge Dread, I like, wow. I like wow. having a. I like looking at something really colorful, really nice. I like enjoying my films. Uh, you know, the, the I love the realism version. Don't get me wrong. Like yeah. I said, I, I I love the realism, but. Yeah, the the ninety five version just takes a cake for me. I'm like because it's enjoyable, it's fun to watch. Okay, okay, exactly the same for me. I for think you, if, I, if both of these VHS tapes were sitting on my coffee table and I had to choose one, it's always going to be Judge Dread over Dread. All right, well, tonally, I actually disagree with you guys. Wow. I actually went with Dread because I actually like the darker, more wow. violent undertone of this one because I think it fits, in my opinion, the story a little bit more of this. Like I said, like the action, I think the tone kind of goes hand in hand with me for that. So, gotcha. uh, Drudge Dread is taking it ahead by one point, fellas. Wow. So, uh, wow. Or two points. 
two wow. points, two points. No, no, one point, one point, one, one point. point. So we're one point ahead. All right, now one here point. comes a less tricky one because we'll save the last two categories. Uh, we have three left, <laughs> we, but I'm going to save the last two tricky ones. All right, so let's right. go with setting, the app, like the setting of the movies. We talked about the scope of one versus the other in terms of setting. Which one do you guys prefer in general? And it and it doesn't have to judge be just Dredd. the building or whatever. It could judge be like the, the look. So I think Judge, judge Dredd. Dredd. You, you I get to think see, that you get to see. No, more I'll of save Mega my City thing one. for a final thought. But wait, what's sorry, that? Peter? You go. No, go for I it. I said I'm going to save my reasoning overall for a final thought. But like Judge Dredd is great because you don't see the same color palette the whole movie. Yes. That's a very simple way to explain what I'm trying to say. Yes. You go, Peter. <laughs> you see more of Mega City 1 yeah, in yeah, Judge yeah, yeah. Dredd, in 95's Dredd. Whereas with, I mean, you see like a landscape with uh, Dredd 2012, but it's like, yeah. you know, it, it, yeah, you just experience one building, you know. Well, yeah. while I think Which that, can be fine. Yes. But, yeah. It is fine. While I think that yeah. single location movies are very tricky to do because, you know, that's usually like a lower budget mechanism where it's like, oh, it just takes Coherence. place in one location. <laughs> Correct. Uh, brilliant execution of that one. Not uh, really. <laughs> uh, multiple <laughs> realities in that one. No, but, uh, but I think that Judge, <laughs> that, that Dread actually executes that concept to, to them extremely well. Like, like it uses one location very, very well. However, I'm with you guys. I like the scope and the setting changes, like the different wastelands, all the Mega City One things or whatever. I think in terms of setting, it's going to have to be Judge Dredd for me. So that's three points for that. So now Judge Dredd is ahead by four points. So here comes the tricky shit. Villain. Oh, is it Mama or is it Rico? Which one (laughs) makes the better villain? Now, is maybe it, you guys can explain this to me, but my answer is going to be Rico. Rico. I think it is a better story. I think it's more suited to like the comic book world, like some secret genetic cloned brother yes. like comes back to take you down later. That's awesome, right? Yeah. Armand Asante was playing this on 11. Yeah. And I yeah. loved it because- what other movie are you going to be like mirror universe <laughs> Sylvester Stallone? You oh, know what and, I mean? And it like, sets up the arc, the, the, the story arc where like that's how he got him framed. He was able to frame yeah. him because yeah. he has the same exact code yeah. DNA, you know? Yes. And I just feel like, and this is the part where maybe I missed something, but Mama... Oh, Ma Madrigal, like she was brutalized, assaulted, kidnapped, yep. yes. treated yep. like shit. Yes. And then it was like, hey, I think I'm going to do this to other people, yeah. too. Well, and, and, and her reward is getting thrown out of a window on slow-mo. On slow-mo, yeah, yeah. which is kind of a cool scene, actually. <laughs> it was, that uh, is a slow-mo one I was okay with. Yeah. Other than the shooting. Maybe yeah. I did like the slow-mo things. Yeah. Uh, well, that, I mean, so Rico is the choice. Yeah, for us. All right. So for me, I was torn because, yes, I do love the whole Rico storyline, but I do think that I get a much more realistic representation of a fucking villain because Mama is bad. She's a bad mm-hmm. fucking gal, guys. Like, she does some – and, but, like, you got to love <laughs> Lena Headley, man. I mean, like, no, no. she is such oh, a yeah. good actress. I mean, but I don't know, man. My first impression of this was – 
Rico and I like the the whole thing. And in a weird way, Armand Asante back then looked like he could be related to Sylvester Stallone. Sure. So yeah. I gotta have to side with Rico again, man, with you guys. Wow. Uh, it is pretty definitive which one's winning. Yeah. Uh we leave it to the last category, which yeah. is yeah. who is your favorite dread? Oh, Carl geez. or Sly? That one's the last one, guys. Who makes the better judge dread? Okay, so I think that Carl has a way more accurate judge dread overall in like what this universe would be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Stallone is more fun to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's ultimately what it, we're not talking about faithfulness here. We're talking about sure. which one did you prefer? So, yeah. Who are you choosing? I had more fun watching Stallone as Dread. So you're going with Sly. Yeah. Sly it is. Peter? Um, God, I'm in the same boat. Uh, Carl Urban, man, his portrayal is spot on. But so is Sly's portrayal. Sylvester Stallone's. That's why I was saying, you know, you could have gotten you could have gotten Sly to play Dread in 2012 and it would have been just as good. And, and he would have Dread. Yeah, I'm and the Dread. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sly. <laughs> Sly for me. Well, if you think about it, too, like look at the Expendables, which came out around the same time. Yeah. Right? Like that, mm-hmm. you know, you put Expendables Stallone as Dread and it would have oh, worked. It, it would have been worked. awesome. It really would have worked, actually. Yeah. So, wow. Guys, uh, I'm going to have to side with you guys as well on Sly just because he is my first Judge Dread. I, like I said, there, I don't take anything away from Carl Urban. I think he does a great job for that movie. But like you say, he's more fun to watch. I think that it's, it's just, you know what? It's the one time where I embrace Hollywood where it's like, it's a big movie star, man. Oh, yeah. And I get that. Yeah. And I get the character yeah. because he's a big movie star. Let's just go with that. So, guys, we have, uh, we'll say one, two, three. There's six, nine, you 12. You never forget your first dread. 14 points for Judge Dread with a whopping. Wow. Five and a four, four points for dread. <laughs> yeah, but uh, see that. that but that on Rotten Tomatoes, we gave it, we gave it that- to to the action uh, portion uh, was what definitely won out. Definitively, yeah. everything else went to to Judge Dread. So I guess Judge Dread is our winner of Dread v Dread today. And maybe wow. uh, that is my choice of uh, – fi- I told you guys it would help me figure out which one I liked more. I yeah. probably liked uh, Judge Dredd more than I liked Dredd. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, Still like the other one enough. Yeah. Here's the thing. Nothing has to win ever. <laughs> we just found that we our, – our sensibilities uh, lean more towards uh, – Judge Dredd. Wow, no. that's a sentence I never thought I would say. And there it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, all about Gianni Versace, baby. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, this has been another fantastic episode of Magical with Movies with Rob and Rob. I would like to remind our audience members to leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts and say a big thanks to our friends at Heavy Metal for yes. hosting us on their network. Absolutely. You can visit heavymetal.com and uh, find our show as long as find our show as well as all of the other podcasts on their network. Go check it out. Um, you guys have any parting words? 
before we get out of here? Or Peter, do you want to take it's, us uh, away? It's just been a pleasure, guys. This was a, a fir- our first film comparison. I think it went uh, it went phenomenally well. Thanks, Peter, for bringing these to You're the table, welcome, man. Of course. Yeah. So, hey, you know, also, sorry, Peter, you go. Oh, no, it's fine. You go and then I'll, I'll take us home. It's okay, fine. cool. Well, I want to say yeah, some I was just... final thoughts on this thing. <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm just going to say this and then you can take us wherever we need to go on our magic carpet ride. Um, at this time, everyone, we probably have been streaming some stuff on Twitch. So mm. make sure to find us on Twitch. Find us on YouTube. Peter's got a pretty great social happy hour over there that we uh, have done a couple of... Uh, Fun little sessions on as well. Yes. So yes, sir. If if you're just not getting enough of us out of this episode, and you're like, oh, I gotta wait a whole another week, you can find more of us in other places, <laughs> or just start the episodes over again from the beginning. There you go. That's my two cents, well, Peter. Wait, wait. Lastly, or I Rob, would love Rob, to hear up? from the audience <laughs> which dread you guys liked more Ooh, in the comments. So whether yeah. it's Judge Dread for you or Dread. Please leave in the comments what it is. If you like the categories we chose, put those in there too. We'd love to hear from you guys and what your opinions are. Or make our iTunes reviews very weird and just put which Dread movie you like more and five stars. So that when someone comes to our page, it just says Dread, Judge Dread, Dread, (laughs) Dread, Dread, Dread. Dread, I love that. But they have to be five stars or we're having Apple delete them. I might have to put, I'm going to put this on like, I'm going to put this episode on, uh, on my Instagram, and I'm gonna. Oh hell yeah! You tell me which hell one you yeah. like more: Twitter, Instagram, you name it. That's that's. Um, just my parting thoughts on this is like, how many sliced alone movies or references have we, <laughs> have have we done so far? Like I said, uh, anybody True. listening, you can go and check it out. Like uh, uh, listen to previous episodes and let us know because it's like I said, the second most talked about thing on this podcast after. Superman. The other two. (laughs) Ah, He said it. He said it. I had to. I had to. Every episode we talk about Superman 2. You know what? There's a rule now. Everybody who's listening to this podcast has to take a shot every time Peter Peter brings up uh, Superman 2. (laughs) (laughs) But only when Peter brings it up because it's his favorite movie. But you have to come Uh, back through all the other episodes to see how many times and see how far you can make it. It's every episode by the way, guys. Every even episode. before we reviewed the movie, which is <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Yeah, crazy to think about. All right, Peter. We've we've done enough on this very super serious podcast. Can oh, you yes. please take us home? Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for listening to Madrigal at the Movies. Please, please go vote and tell us which dread you like more because we all want to see it. But uh, for Rob and Rob, for Rob Federick and Rob Schulte, I am Peter Madrigal. And you are listening to Madrigal at the Movies with Rob and Rob. You'll be hearing from us next week. Bye-bye. Madrigal at the Movies with Rob and Rob is hosted by Peter Madrigal, Rob Federick, and Rob Schulte. The podcast is edited by me, Chris Tyler, and produced by Rob Schulte. If you're looking to support this podcast, check out the merch link in the show notes or just leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. If you have any suggestions for a movie you'd like us to cover, you can reach out to me on Twitter at Christos Tyler or to Rob at Rob K. Schulte. Thanks, and we'll see you again next week. Bye.